Hello and welcome to the EG Property Podcast with me, EG Editor Sam McClary. In this episode, I'm talking to Nick Searle from Argent, Sarah Carew from Enfield Council and Nick Hamner from Club Peloton to take a look behind the rides that so many people in the real estate industry will have taken part in. Now, if you've not heard of Club Peloton, it's the charity behind the Cycle to Mipim, Padel and Cycle to Mapping events. And while the rides may be the visible side of Club Peloton, it is so much more than that. It is a club that raises vital funds for various charities and a club that brings people together from across the real estate industry. In this 20-minute discussion, we talk to the two Nicks and incoming chair of Club Peloton, Sarah, about the future direction of the charity and how you can get involved if you want to help bring that vision to life. We talk about the benefits that being part of the Club Peloton family can bring, not only to the vulnerable young people you'll be helping to support, but to your professional careers too. And how, if you're lucky or unlucky, depending on your viewpoint, it might lead to a very special moment in bed with a certain property journalist. Now I know you really want to listen. Enjoy. Now everyone will have seen the Club Peloton name um, through the pages of EG and other places, of course, uh, and many people in the industry will have taken part in a Club Peloton ride. But Club Peloton is about more than just bike rides. So uh, I'm very happy to have these three wonderful people with me today on the podcast to talk just about that. And I'm going to start actually, Nick Hamner, with with you, just to give us, I guess, first the big news that broke just a couple of weeks ago, that the Cycle to Mipim is back, which is great news. Tell us a little bit about, about that ride, um, the signature ride, I suppose, before we get into what exactly Club Peloton means. Yeah, uh, thanks, Sam. Um, I guess Club Peloton is where it all began for us. Um, back in 2006 with Cycle to Mipim. Um, and so Cycle to Mipim, we relaunched uh, this week uh, for 2022, which is brilliant. Um, and we're really excited to be planning to be back out on the road, taking lots of very keen people who haven't been riding with us for nearly two years um, down to the south of France. Um, we've had fantastic response um, and uh, the initial sort of uh, Glut of spaces sold out within about six hours, which we're really pleased about. Wow, there's definitely demand. And then tell us a little bit. I guess everyone know everyone knows that ride, but what what don't people know about Club Peloton? Uh, well, we're a charity. Um, many people may think we're not, um, but we are a charity, um, and we like to think of ourselves as the real estate cycling community. Um, and all of our grants go towards transforming the lives of vulnerable young kids. Um, so we've got a very clear remit about what we do. Um, we like to bring people together uh, from all walks of life within the industry, um, all abilities on their bikes. So whether they ride road bikes, mountain bikes, commute to work, poodle around at the weekend with their kids, you know, everyone's welcome. Nick um, Sell, you are a rider, of course, um, but you've also been chair of uh, Club Peloton for two, no, more than that yet. How no, many years I, now? Well, I've been a trustee for eight years and been the chairman for the last six. Yeah. And and tell us why, one, why you started as a trustee, how you got involved and and what you've done by, through the chairmanship and, and, and what Club Peloton means to you. And I guess what you want, there's a lot of questions in here, what you, what you think the real estate community and wider needs to understand about the purpose of Club Peloton, not just the, the very wonderful bike rides. 
So, so I first got involved, um, as you will remember, Sam, actually doing the rides because you were on, and I were on the rides together. And that's my, my journey on that started about 2011. And the first thing you just say about, you know, what, why did I get excited about Club Peloton? The ride experience is extraordinary. It's utterly extraordinary. So anybody who wants a highly professional ride experience um, should have a go at one of the rides. Um, Matt Mason was the chairman of the charity uh, at that time, and um, he asked me to be a trustee back in uh, 2013. And uh, I stepped up to become the chair when Matt left a couple of years later. And one of the things that, the, well, the first thing we did was we actually changed the name from Cycle to Can to Club Peloton. Uh, and that was all about changing the mentality of this as a kind of single event kind of cycling club into actually the notion of a, a broader based membership club. Uh, and that was the ambition when we started. And a, a few years after that, or when I started, should I say, a few years after that, we actually then set up the membership. Um, and that membership, Nick, is now well over a thousand. Um, right. It's gone up by several hundred just during lockdown, actually. Um, and these are all registered members who are now participating in a whole array of different kinds of events. Um, and it's just giving us an opportunity to bring together an ever broader network of people from this amazing industry that we're all in to not only ride their bikes together, but to network on and off the bike. Uh, and Nick has been working on you know, all sorts of events that don't actually involve getting dressed up in lycra in the middle of winter and getting cold and wet, but are actually quite enjoyable. <laughs> uh, so, you know, and the the evidence as we've emerged out of, uh, or as we are emerging out of the challenges of the lockdowns uh, and the pandemic is, as Nick has just described, the incredible enthusiasm that we've got for the next, the next Midian ride. So this is, uh, a community that's growing it's exciting we have a lot there is a lot of work to be done to make it more inclusive um cycling still has its challenges on that front um but um uh, everything's really positively heading in the right direction and definitely heading in the right direction is the very wonderful Sarah Kerry here at here first is going to take over from you as chairman. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, going, to, I'm going to step down as chairman. I mean, that's we, we should say that I'm going to step down as chairman at the end of uh, March next year. Um, and yeah, Sarah is going to step into that seat. So uh, I'll let her talk a bit more about that. <laughs> well, I'm actually quite excited, although I have lost my voice a little bit. So apologies if I sound particularly hoarse today. Um, I'm really excited. I, just like Nick, I came into Club Peloton as a rider and just really, really loved the experience that the rides entail as a rider, the kind of the fun of it and the, the support that you get. And over the years, I've gotten involved in Padel, which, of course, is a really magical way to, uh, to bring lots of different women from different backgrounds and different ages together in a way where we challenge each other and support each other at the same time. And I, the the kind of the feeling and the kind of vibe, I guess, of those rides is 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 quite magical. And actually, we we all push ourselves and do crazy things, as well as raise a lot of uh, good money for charity. So I'm excited to take it on. I think one of the benefits, uh, one of, we've been talking at the trustee board over the next about what Club Pelton will look like over the next couple of years. 
And I think all of the all of the trustees and Nick Hanmer really are excited about bringing more events and different formats of events. And the purpose of that is to broaden the network and make it more fun and engaging for different kinds of people to who might not want to cycle all the way to the south of France um, to enjoy being on their bike and networking. Um, but also to, of course, raise more money for uh, charities that support vulnerable young people. So looking forward to the next few years. Fab. And let's talk a little bit about, about that really important aspect of Club Peloton, which is raising money for vulnerable children. And, um, you know, we've all been through a really tough time. And I think for charities over the last couple of years, it's been really hard because everyone, one, you haven't been able to run any events. Uh, and two people have, you know, um, had their own their own struggles that they they've dealt with. How has how has Club Peloton sort of navigated that that time, um, Nick Hamner? And um, and what does what does coming out of it look like? And is there any any message, I suppose, to the the real estate community to to help you as you um, get back to something like normal? I suppose better than normal. Better than normal would be great. Um, well. I mean, since we first started, we've given grants of four and a half million pounds, which is phenomenal uh, for that to come from one industry uh, just through cycling um, is I'm so proud of the, the achievements of everybody that's taken part and the businesses that get involved. Um, I mean, the pandemic's been hugely testing um, is probably the polite way to describe it. I mean, our income has been a quarter of what it would normally be in pre-COVID times. Um, and that throws up a whole number of challenges. But uh, we've got a phenomenal trustee group that have helped us navigate it. Um, we've innovated in the way that many other charities have um, throughout the pandemic. Um, and we ran the 1500, which raised um, 100,000 um, pounds earlier this year. Um, and with the first signs of things starting to improve and, and sort of a, a more um, regular looking world emerging, um, you know, we've got and have delivered, you know, Padel uh, 2020 was finally delivered in 2021. Um, we'll be launching Padel 22 shortly. Uh, Mithin was launched um, this week. Um, we ran our first Explore event, uh, which was uh, for uh, mountain biking, gravel riding, road riding, um, had some off-bike content curated by UKGBC. Um, and so we've been looking at ways to innovate um, and, I guess, broaden and diversify the mix of people that, that ride, because I guess the, the thing that we learned about uh, cycling during the pandemic was that, you know, people do, don't just have road bikes um, and they enjoy cycling in many different ways. And, and we need to cater for that and listen to what people want to do, basically. So, uh, you know, the, the future is exciting, without a doubt. Um, and we're really forward, looking forward to sort of, you know, getting the income coming back in and, and changing lives with it. Nick, Nick should be very highly commended on what he's done during that period because, you know, we have been there supporting him, but Nick's been at the sharp end of uh, having to come up with the creativity that's been required. And, you know, we, we all look for positives out of the pandemic and uh, the positive that's going to flow for Club Peloton into the future, I'm sure, is that we were forced to think about how do we do this differently? How do we be less reliant just on these great big singular moments throughout the year where we bring a lot of people together in one go? Uh, and I think it's 
it's given us ideas and nicks you know through the 1500 in particular that was put into practice to great effect i mean raising a hundred thousand pounds just by getting people not even coming together but just going out on their own just doing bits and bobs on their bikes is utterly extraordinary that's a hundred thousand pounds from no nowhere so you know that that level of creative thought that had to go into that is really going to serve uh, the charity well in the future and i know Sarah's already got more exciting ideas about how we can how we can use that as as we go forward. So uh, a few positive nuggets that have come out of this difficult period. Well, let's stay with the positivity as well and look look into the future. I'd love to talk about innov innovation and you know one of my favourite words as well, in inclusivity, because there you know there are a lot of people out there who might not have the means to have you know a really swish, swish racing bike to do or the means to fund themselves through the the cyclists so i'd love to know a bit more uh, maybe from you sarah about how how club is going to um sort of become more inclusive we've obviously seen it through the padel which has done amazing things and brought so many women together but what, what can we do or what can club person do to help the industry i suppose along it, its journey and what do you want what do you want that purpose to be my experience of Club Peloton, and I think a lot of people's of the rides, is actually the, the networks and the connections that you make on the bike are like they last for years and they help you do within your business, but also sometimes in your own personal life. I mean, I've had really made really good friends on the rides. And what we've been thinking about in Club Peloton is about how we, we continue that great bonding and networking experience, but in, a di in different formats and maybe different uh, that maybe they have a different accessibility level. So how do you bring people together who might uh, not all be able to hold a certain power or ride at a certain speed? And how do you make that really kind of fun and engaging? And so we are looking at different, I think Nick and Nick has talked about different kind of formats of rides and being creative on that. And we're really looking forward to expanding the trustee board over the next couple months. Um, and we want people who've got good ideas about what might work in that space and who want to help shape different kinds of events and help bring in a broader group of members from across the real estate industry. So we've started that journey with Padel and I think, and with Explore, and then it's kind of like, what else can we do to um, bring together and make connections from different, like more different kinds of people in the industry? So what does it take to be a trustee and who, you know, so where are you, where are you looking for, for them? What, what time do people have to give? What kind of ideas do you want for people? I think you've got to be someone who wants to ride your bike in, in interesting ways. Um, very flexible, what kind of bike though, if you really, you know, if you're just a mountain biker, that's actually great to have on board. Um, but just someone who, who loves riding the bike and wants to do events around that with people they know through work and through their, their personal lives as well. So that kind of passion for, for cycling as a sport is really important. And then the other thing is a, a trustees who can help who recognize the benefits of getting to know people from across the industry. I've always thought that making really good places, you, you know, you're never going to just have an architect. You need to have really good, thoughtful people who are in the finance side, who are on planning, who are on legal. And actually what we're looking for in trustees are people who really value that multidisciplinary aspect to real estate and who want to help make those connections. And I, I suppose that's needed, isn't it? For the, for the ultimate purpose of the, of Club Peloton, which is, Help, you know is this fundraising as, aspect yes there's yes you want to create great events yes you want to have people ride their bikes mm -hmm. network and meet each other but we also want to enable 
that charitable giving to help Quorum and, and the other charities that, that you support be able to do do their jobs mm-hmm. too. So um, Nick Hamner, how how important is it for you that this really is cross industry and there are, you know, the banks, the financiers, the architects, the developers, the investors, the agents all involved with with Club Curtain and getting behind it, what it's really about? So it's hugely important because uh, having that, well, from a trustee point of view, having that breadth of skills and knowledge of the industry is key to bringing those different groups of people on rides. Um, you know, the the thing that everyone always talks about is that, uh, that you know, the, the friendships and relationships made on the events, they last years and years and people enjoy working with each other because they've trusted each other when they've ridden together and had a quite an intense shared experience. Um, so, you know, so we're looking for trustees uh, that recognise that, that have experienced it, but also um, that are able to to bring new blood and contacts and open doors for us, um, help us find new corporate sponsors, new riders, new avenues to explore in terms of how people want to ride, as Sarah said. You know, I think it's really important that, you know, we, we listen to what people want to do um, and give them what they want. That breadth is important because that's where the networking really, really starts to work. If it's just architects talking to architects or con- contractors talking to contractors, that's only so interesting. Um, it's far more, A, interesting as a conversation and B, beneficial as a business network when you get the breadth. I think the other the other thing, just to add what the other guys uh, have said, is membership is free. You don't have to pay anything to be a member of Club Peloton. You can join this community tomorrow. Um, and one of the areas that, you know, we we have just started to talk about really focusing on is getting a younger age group, a younger demographic involved. Historically, people have tended to be slightly older. I've got a little bit of grey hair um, and, you know, it kind of started off in, in that way. And, and so, you know, that spread and making it you talked about accessibility earlier. Well, Access to the community is free. Anybody can join and can start to come to events and things. So um, I think a lot of um, making accessible is actually getting our message out there so that people actually understand what the benefits are and why they might want to be involved. To do that, each one of you, can you share share a story perhaps of one of the greatest benefits that you've got from being part of the, the Club Peloton family that that listeners, that readers can take away and think, oh yeah, no, actually, that would work for me, me too. So what, you know, what's the greatest contact perhaps that you've made, Nick, or the greatest um, lesson that you've learned through the Club Peloton family? Ah, wow. You and I met, Sam, on, on, a, on a ride. So here we are, the evidence of this is right in front of us. You're listening it to it, to it everybody. Um, in fact, I think I'm allowed to say that we did once do an interview, Sam, where we did in bed with Sam McClary on the ride, where we actually sat in a bed together in the hotel and did a live broadcast. Um, what, the highlight of my you, career. You, you, you did go and see a few other people in their beds as well. It, it wasn't I, I wasn't singled out for this treatment. Um, it is it, it, the, the single greatest aspect. Well, there are two. The, for me, the relationships that I have made both on the rides and in all the work that we've done through the trustee group are the single best thing that I take away from this as as I leave. The ride experiences themselves are also fantastic. 
I think the other thing that stays with me is every year, probably two or three times a year, we will connect directly with the people at Quorum, including the young people that we're helping. And the change that that four and a half million pounds has made to so many lives means that not only have we got this extraordinary, enjoyable, beneficial experience, but we're doing something of real, real value to people who otherwise would, you know, really be struggling in, the, in, in what they're doing. So, you know, I th- th- and, and there are multiple benefits beyond that. But those are the those are the big takeaways for me. Nick, Hannah. Uh, with a couple of things, you've got this group of people that come together um, under our steerage, basically. Um, and you can see that they're a great group of friends um, and people who are new are sort of given a, a long set of arms wrapped around them um, and, and welcomed into the family. And and it's that that you can't put money on. Um, and that, in effect, is uh, a support network, both in business and on the bike um uh and with a, a and, and friendship as well and 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 that that's great to see but i mean i guess personally for me i mean i'm obviously on the other side of the the line with this um but you know the power of the, the network for me has been when i think john forbes uh who's nursing a very similar injury to the one i've got at the moment um introduced me to bill hughes at lng um, and brought and helped to bring on board um, them as headline sponsor for, for four years. Um, and, you know, that's the power of the network. You know, that's demonstrated um, and helped drive growth of not only kind of the ride to MIPIM, but uh, a number of private client rides that we do with the industry as well. Sarah, last word on that to you. Car person's benefit for me, I think. So first of all, I kind of I do feel like I've grown up with Club Peloton a little bit in the industry. So <laughs> I mean, I st- my first ride was in 2009, so it has been over the years. But I that growing up, uh, Club Peloton has given me such really good time on on the bike and kind of off the bike as well with all lots of different sectors of this industry. And when my job was to influence, and it still is, it's to influence and manage around environmental sustainability or around social impact, which are, are things which are not always first nature to the real estate industry. Being able to speak the language of a legal team or of an architect or of another partner, because I'd spent enough time on the bike with, with similar people, it's give it definitely given me an edge in my career in terms of being able to speak the right language to people just by, by understanding the way that different sides of the industry think. I think also personally, I probably I could probably put down a promotion or two that I've gotten to some of the contacts that I've made. And I think that's one of the things that's you know attractive to Club Peloton is not just the kind of for members. It's not just, oh, I might have a, a transactional relationship with someone like win a big contract. It's actually that I'm developing personally by spending time with people on the bike and I really encourage people of all ages to come and join, be a member and take part in the ride. It's a great way, isn't it, to really build lasting, lasting bonds. And there is, you know, we've always talked about, don't we, about the ride being a great leveller. It doesn't really matter who you are when you're on the bike, you're all in it, all in it to, together. Um, now, you know, the purpose of us all speaking today was, you know, to get a little bit of an idea for people to understand more about what Club Person is. But it's also, you know, we we want to showcase to people that they can be a part of it. So, Sarah, I'm going to give you the last couple of minutes to do that pitch to all of our listeners about 
why if they want to be a trustee they should put their hat in the cycle helmet in the ring Clubhouse is all about raising money for vulnerable young people and transforming lives it's about having a lot of fun networking on the bike and it's about challenging yourself whether that be in terms of your fitness or whether that be in, in this case if you're becoming a trustee maybe about making a professional step up and challenging yourself in a different way so always keep those things in mind but within like you you know as a trustee of clubhouse and you get to do all of those you get to help shape amazing rides you get to help actually probably influence where our charitable money goes and how that's benefit how that benefits young people and you get to make and build more connections for yourself across the industry fantastic what a what a wonderful um uh, addition to anyone's cv not just for as you say the the connections that it brings but for the you know the purpose behind it. I think we all need a we all need a little reason to feel feel good about life and being able to deliver something back to those who who need it more than any one of us around this this screen. I think is is a good a good thing. And yeah, yeah. more of those people, please. Uh, Lix and Sarah, thank you so much for for joining us on the EG Property Podcast.